This podcast is part of the Craftology Radio Network. Visit craftologyradio.com to learn more. Hey everybody, Donnie here from the Craft Brews and Geek News Podcast. I wanted to share a little uh, snippet that we had from the guys over at Fantasy Brews. Ryan and team from our sister show, video, sports feed, whatever you want to call it. They go on there and talk about some great sports predictions, fantasy drafts, and they enjoy a beverage or two while doing so. It's a fantastic show, and since we've never featured it on our Craft Brews and Kick News channel, I wanted to bring you a little snippet, one full episode. If you want to watch all the episodes, including video as they start up their second season of Fantasy Brews, make sure you check out our Facebook group, Craft Brews and Geek News. This episode, they discuss the upcoming NFL Draft, who they're going to take in the top 10, and the Steelers and Packers position. Enjoy as we present to you Fantasy Brews. Oh mama, I'm in fear for my life from the long arm of the law. Lawman is putting into I don't think Ben's understanding right now. I'm so far <laughs> from my home. Oh, mama, I can hear you crying. You're so scared and all alone. Hangman is coming down from the gallows, and I don't have very long. Go. and welcome everybody to another edition of the craft brews and geek news podcast we are the craftology radio bringing forth uh, a long-winded name here craft brews and or uh Fantasy Brews and wait, Craft Brews and Fantasy Brews. I'm getting it backwards. There's too many crafts going on. Fantasy, fantasy Brews. <laughs> yes. Uh, I am joined by two amazing people. Corey, how are you today? I am fantastic, man. How you doing? Doing great. Got my beers ready. And of course, Ben, how are you? Doing good, guys. All right, all right. Well, uh, what we're going to be uh, doing for you guys today is uh, mock draft for uh, the 2020 NFL draft. Let me go ahead and exit this one out that we had kind of going earlier. Um, and while we're doing that, boys, why don't we go ahead and get into what we are drinking today? All right, well, I have uh, In the Clouds IPA in a uh, brew glass, as you can see right there. Local local awesome bar in Odessa, Florida. Um, unfortunately, with everything going on right now, it's not open to the public. Yeah. But, uh, one, one day. And Ben, what about yourself? Well, yet again, I'm a, uh, I'm a failure, and I'm drinking a Pinot Grigio spritzer out of a bada box. It's got alcohol. We're not going to consider that a failing, uh, a failing drink. Classy, 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 classy. <laughs> well, I uh, went and did a little uh, social distance shop- shopping yesterday at Aldi's and saw that they had a new Hopping Nomad IPA Session Ale from, I don't even know what brewery this is. Uh, Aldi's Ales? Yeah, we'll just, we'll just call it <laughs> Aldi's Ales. That's a, that's a great one. Um, it's pretty good. It's, it's, uh, sessionable. It's light. It's refreshing. It's, um, I think it's six and a half percent. So I've been enjoying a couple of these over the last few days. And, um, all right. 
So, boys, we've got the uh, the mock draft up. Are you guys ready to dive into this? Yes. So, I'm ready. What we're, uh, what we're gonna do um, is Ryan, you, and myself are going to select the Steelers as our team to draft for, um, and then also we are selecting the Packers, the Green Bay Packers, for Ben to select for. So, uh, we're gonna kind of brief, briefly go through some of the picks. Um, the whole draft. We're going to do the entire draft. Um, did you set the seven rounds? Seven rounds? Uh oh, shoot. Nope. You're so right. Go back. Do that. My um, bad. But whenever a Pittsburgh pick comes up, Ryan and myself are going to discuss potential potential prospects and players uh, and make a selection. Um, and then actually, we're going to bring Ben in on that as well and ask him his opinion um, from an outsider uh, who's just a football fan. And then as well, Ben's going to make his his selection for the Packers, discuss that, and then also he can kick things uh, off us as well or get our opinion as well. So Now, one of the questions, I can't remember if we talked about it yesterday, are we going to discuss uh, the drafts, uh, picks, um, at the end of the, of the show, or do you want to do this as they're going like every 10 or 15 and kind of cover some of the things that are going on, at least the first round, the second round maybe not so much, but... What do you guys think about that? We can do both. I think, yeah, I think for the first, probably the first two rounds, maybe go halfway through. Okay. Uh, pick some picks we like, don't like. Sure. Yeah. Uh, just analyze some guys. Okay. You guys just tell me okay. when to pause, and then we can scroll down the list and see. So maybe we'll do that I after think- the first like ten or fifteen picks here in the the beginning of the draft. Yeah, do do ten or twelve, and then and then hit pause, and then we'll uh, keep doing the same thing to the first round. All right. Um, does anyone want to do a drum roll, or should we just go right into it? <laughs> and the 2020 mock draft begins. And with the first pick, the Bengals select <laughs> Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, LSU. Yeah, that that's the pick. Seems to be the pick uh, number one. For all the mocks that we've seen so far, what you're seeing right now, you know, Burrow and Young are the first two picks in the draft, unless since he takes some kind of blockbuster trade from Miami, apparently. Which, which I, I think would be smart on the Bengals. Yes, uh, but I don't, I don't think it's going to happen because Miami no. is rebuilding. They're not a quarterback way, you know. So uh, the difference between Joe Burrow, and this is just my personal opinion, and let's say a Herbert or Tua, where they're drafting, even if Tua's redshirt is his first year. Um, not that much of a difference. But, yeah, go ahead and pause it there, Ryan. Yep. Okay, you did. I got everything paused. Um, so we got Burrow, Chase Young, uh, see, Okuda. That's where it starts where, you know, Detroit lost Slay. Um, they they are in need of a cornerback. Uh, they did sign somebody. He's just, um, I can't remember off the top of my head, but he's definitely a downgrade. Uh how even how good Akuda is, that's too high in my opinion to draft a corner. Uh, I think that's where they look to trade back. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, if I'm the Lions in three, I I would trade back. I don't think you think twice. I think you have too many holes. Um, if they stay there, you know, everyone thinks Akuda, but I really think Isaiah Simmons makes a lot of sense for the Lions as well with his versatility. Um, I would agree with Tim, Timmons or Brown, or I'm sorry, Simmons or Brown if they stay put. Yeah, but uh, number four, you know, a lot of people, that's one spot where you see Simmons fall a lot. 
to the Giants, I don't agree with that necessarily. I think they need a tackle. I think these tackles are too good. And uh, with getting Daniel Jones last year, I don't see how the Giants don't take um, one of the top tackles right there with the fourth pick. It makes sense. They've been linked to Becton, uh, tackle out of Louisville. And lately they've been linked to Tristan Worfs, who's kind of uh, – he can play all over the line. Uh, unproven a left tackle. Um, but now they're linked to him. Um, but also they have, I guess, interest in Simmons as well, which they have them taking Simmons in this mock draft. And I actually talked to Rob the other day, who who's a Giants fan, and that's, that's who he wants. Um, he wants Simmons? So, uh, can I just, uh, if we're, unless you guys are going to continue on that, Tua coming off that injury, getting drafted number five overall, I mean, is there any sort of concern that you think he'll come back remotely the same player to go that high in a draft? I mean, to not even get kicked to the second round, not not because of the injury, but I mean, you know, what's the longevity of his career if he can't come back? The All signs are, porting, are pointing to... Uh... To him being okay, it's yeah. not worth. I mean, if you don't take Tua, I mean, we all know how good he can be. Mm. Uh, it's too risky not to take him. Fair um, enough. Even this pick, I think, uh, too many of our teams have have tried to justify not taking someone, and we've we've been burned by it. All of us. Uh, Tua is too good. He he needs to go top five, um, even if he has a red shirt season. Um, his upside is, I hear a lot of people say a blend between uh, Russell Wilson and Breeze. I mean, that's, or, yeah, Steve Young. Um, those are some pretty incredible comps. People mm-hmm. don't, um, his accuracy, uh, he can move. I, uh, I I don't, I mean, if we were top five, even though it's not our number one need, I'd take two of them. So you're thinking, I mean, I think he's you're thinking lock him in. And maybe don't even have a plan to play him year one. Just get him worked out, get him back into shape, get his dexterity back, get his confidence back, teach him the system to where he doesn't have to worry about anything going on on the field his, his rookie season. Not giving him a pass, but he's going to put the work in, but not having him dress maybe. just. Uh, well, and I think I think Miami's a perfect fit hmm. um, because Patrick, Harvard grad, really smart, knows the position. I mean, what an amazing guy to have uh, Tua sitting under for a year. Yeah. I mean, he knows he's not going to be there forever, so he's going to be helpful. I mean, it's I think it's a slam dunk for yeah. Miami to take. I, I mean, I, I mean they, they've spent the last two years, their owner as well, flying to see Tua in 2018 and 2019. Um, so they're – all reports say they're still comfortable taking him at this point, even if they have to redshirt him a year. He's too good to pass on. Um, you know, the, the only question I he was cleared by his doctor. So going forward, there's not an issue of can he be the same player. It's is his injury a liability again? Right. I mean, nobody it looks knows. So severe. It, it might it might be a weak point. We don't know. Um, but the odds of that particular injury happening is very, very rare. So Yeah. I guess I just worry, in a sense, is he susceptible to, re, uh, to, to re-injure it or to, to sustain, that, sustain that injury again? But, again, that could go for any player that's playing the game. 
that comes back now, Ryan, surgery or anything else. Yeah. If, if this quarterback class was better, if this quarterback class was deeper, like if we had 10, uh, let's just say 10 quarterbacks with top hundred grades or something. I mean, the reality is we, we don't, um, if we had 10 guys, um, you would see two a fall because you'd be okay with taking the next best guy. I could see the Dolphins taking Herbert because he doesn't have the injury concerns. But, you know, if, if, I mean, the next team that needs a quarterback is taking Tua. You're not taking Eason. You're not taking Love. Got it. So I, I think if the class was deeper, you could see him fall. But because it's not, I think you're going to see him go high. Got it. Well, what do we think about the, the, the picks that follow up until pick 15? I mean, uh, I wanted I wanted to talk about six really quick. Yeah. So phenomenal tackle, versatile. Um, Corey and I had talked. I, I personally think he he could also be a plug and play guard. I mean, dude's just a monster. Um, super athletic. He'd be awesome as like a pulling guard. So in a creative offense. Um, but this tells me the Chargers are starting Tyrod Taylor this year. And that tells me that their coach doesn't want to make it to 2021. So what do you think, Corey? I, I, I don't see them not taking a quarterback. I don't, even with the line concern. I think it's a deep offensive line class. I think you've got to take Herbert there. I'm back in. <laughs> uh, are you talking about uh, Chargers? The Chargers. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I mean, how Miami could take Herbert instead of Tua, who knows? But uh, I don't think, in my opinion, Herbert is that much that much behind uh, Burrow. Um, I can I can tell you right now, if Tua didn't have this injury, he's the number one pick ahead of Burrow. And people can argue that all day, but Tua two has done it since day one and game one of him starting it in, in Alabama. Um, yeah, we but. You know, we talk- I actually saw, I, I, sorry to I saw you. a mock. No, you're good. I, I saw a mock the other day, by the way, that had Herbert making it all the way to Green Bay at 30, which you you take the kid. Yeah, I mean, I I hate it. I don't want him to go to 30 because I don't want to <laughs> make him. <laughs> uh, we got someone named Aaron Rodgers because <laughs> that same thing yeah. happened. So, yeah. Um, so what yeah. else we got here? So. Let's see. Back yeah. To- so that was the one pick before I get kicked off the internet. Um, I was kind of questioning. I, I I think Chargers have to take Herbert, and if they don't, is it that's a strange move. Um. So Brown to to Carolina does make sense to me. What do you guys think? Uh, yeah, I, he's a foundational piece. Um. It depends on the coaching style, right? You want to build from the front back or from the back to front. I mean, I've, I've seen it done in different ways, but I think I think if he's there and Simmons isn't, I think he's the pick for Carolina. So so then you don't think that the Panthers go quarterback at Justin Hebert if, if, if he's there because, I mean, Cam's gone. I mean, they're, they don't have a long Well, they got term. Teddy. Oh, they that's brought, right. We did talk Teddy about that last water. week. Yeah, we did talk about that last and, week. And Teddy is pretty young. Yeah. Um, but, you know, new coach, Rivera, 
Teddy, he ha- probably had to have some say in that decision, so he's probably pretty happy. Um, if Chargers do that, do they have a discussion in their room about Herbert? Maybe. Maybe. maybe the they Panthers? Back. Yeah, maybe they trade back. Uh, I, I could see I could see a trade back because, I mean, they're in a true rebuild um, with Rule. I, uh, I, you know, I, but then, and then you look PJ at Walker, PJ Walker, they just brought him from the XFL. Yeah, I right, understand right. But, how he's going to play out. But you you pay your starter and you bring in a guy who is definitely a number two. Um, I don't see then using a top 10 pick on a quarterback unless that's just you want to figure that out first, throw three solid games in there and see who wins. But I don't see it. Can I play devil's advocate, though? Look at look at a team like Jacksonville, okay? So they just moved Foles, right? Um, what if they make a phone call? Carolina knows they're not taking Herbert. What if they make a phone call to Jacksonville when, when they're on the clock and say, hey, let's move back? Um, or, you know, what do you give me to, to move up? Because you don't think Jacksonville will be interested in Herbert there? Oh, absolutely. Right. That'd be a great so, move by Jacksonville. Both teams. I think it makes sense for both teams. Yeah, Uh, I think, yeah. Panthers have enough holes that moving back makes sense. Unless Brown is their guy, which it's if Simmons is off the board, I think it is. Uh, Brown, to me, is arguably 1A, 1B with Chase Young as the best two prospects in the draft. They're that good. Uh, But with Arizona taking uh, or having that trade um, with Houston for Hopkins – that kind of puts pressure off of the receiver there. Um, so I do see them going tackle. But you tell me if Derek Brown's sitting there at eight, that they they might not, you know, that they could probably take him there. Oh, they'll, they'll talk about it for yeah. sure. Awesome. Uh, what about um, anything up here, 10, 10 to 15? You got uh, Andrew um, Thomas. Nine, 10 makes sense. Uh 11, the Jets could easily be a receiver there. They're either going to go tackle or receiver unless Okuda falls, the corner from, from Ohio State. Gotcha. Bucks <clears throat> taking a running back. That's uh, interesting. Um, I mean, I, I guess they didn't they, – did they need one? Uh, no, I th- – <sighs> They're not going to do that. They're, in my opinion, they're okay with what they have. Ronald Jones III had a better year last year. He bulked up a little bit. Um could they use a better running back? Yeah, but uh, they got Tom Brady, man. They, they're going to take a t- yeah. They're, 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 they're going to take a tackle there if if there's a willing tackle. I, I I can tell you right now, they're they're hoping Wills from Alabama falls. Yeah, if if Dobbins or Taylor is available in round two, that's where you that's, take. They will not take one at fourteen. No. Um, really quick, Corey. I wanted to just just so the world knows. Jedrick Wills, the fourth tackle off the board. Uh, uh, Corey and I were watching offensive line tape this last week. Um, and for me personally, I, Andrew Thomas, like Corey said, is a mauler, and, and, and he's my number two. But I think Jedrick Wills is is far superior. I think he's by far the best tackle in this class. That's my opinion. So it's just seeing how they fall is really intriguing to me and why teams take him first. Um, I know he's right in college, but he, he's a technician. I that's mean, what, that's the whole question is he's, he's proven. Uh, and yeah, technically is he, has he shown he 
that he could be the best tackle and has the best tape, yeah, but uh, Thomas and Becton are the two left tackles in this draft. Could Wills move over? Potentially. Potentially. But some people, some some tackles are weird, man, and they get they get they get everything backwards whenever you move them to the opposite side. Yeah, you know, um, that's true. And he played right tackle in high school. So plus, plus, I think this particular pick makes sense for the Browns. They got Chubb. They they need Thomas to blow some holes open for that guy. Oh, I yeah, I have no issue with uh, the Browns. I mean, Thomas is it, Thomas is good. Um, I'm not. I'll believe that Becton offensive tackle when I see him, you know, actually perform in the NFL. I'm not sold on him. I, I think he, he is a boomer bust for sure. Um, but I even, I don't think his upside is as high as, uh, Thomas and Wills. Um, Worfs, I, I think Worfs is going to do well no matter where you play him and no matter where he goes. Cause he's such a freak athlete. Right. Uh, so now we're looking but, at, we're looking at receivers here, and this boggles my mind. Um, uh, I don't, I don't think Oakland passes on Judy or Lamb there because they don't have a number one. One and Ruggs is not a number one receiver. Also, with Mike Mayock being there, they don't draft the same as they did five, ten, fifteen years ago. Um, I would say realistically they would go with a CD Lamb or a Jerry Judy, and I'm going to predict Judy. Now, let's also keep in mind Herbert is still sitting there. Um, they got but a lot they, of picks. They have Carr. They they just got Mariota. Um, That's right. They did get Mariota. I'm oh, not really? When did that happen? And he's young enough. Uh, a few weeks, a couple weeks. Ago. Oh, I did but, not see that news. You know, so, my thing is, though, with that Mariota signing, um, John Gruden loves him. Watch for watch for a potential. If there's one player getting moved here in this draft, it's Derek Carr. That's what I was just thinking you were going to say, because if they got Mariota, there's no reason to keep two uh, quarterbacks that are starting quarterback. Maybe they'll trade Carr and all trade up. All that's... All that signing is is telling me is they're okay without him, or they don't trust him, and he's on the shortest lease possible. Either way, both messages aren't aren't very good with with, with no Carr. no so, not at all. And I I don't know well, if you watched Carr last year. I still think he's got some potential. Last year was real awkward though. The, the guy just I mean, falls. I mean, if if I can be blunt, Mariota's trash. He's not starting anywhere. I think he was a depth a depth signing. Um, I personally, maybe it was a bad system in Tennessee, but um, I I don't see Marcus, you know, barring injury. If you're going to move Carr, it's because you're taking a quarterback at twelve, and Herbert's sitting there. I mean, that's my that's what I would think. So I think Carr. We should definitely keep a lookout for this whenever the draft is actually uh, going on. Something to keep keep in mind. Yeah. So. I didn't. I just. I don't like Mariota at all. <laughs> I, I, I don't, Is he really I don't, a Raider? <laughs> I mean, he's a he's a solid backup. Could he win a couple games? Play okay for sure. But no one's looking at Mariota. Oh, maybe. You know, maybe he's our quarterback of the future. I mean, that is that is a ballsy yeah. thought. Yeah. You know. So, but, um, in 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 that being said, um, you know. 
I th what I was just going to say was um, this this is actually the way we're filming this right now, doing this mock draft, I think is going to be the way this year's draft actually goes. Did you see the announcement today that all the teams are going to be at their own facilities doing the draft? It's kind of going to be like all oriented based on the Internet and, and everything. So it's kind of eerie that we're in these times um, where we might actually be seeing the draft unfold just like this right here. It's kind of crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Corey, can we? Hey. Can you hear us? Corey. Yeah. T talk about talk about Erie. You uh, you should have seen WWE WrestleMania last night. An empty arena. It was the strangest thing. What happened? There was nobody there. I mean, they wrestled, but there was nobody in the arena. Wait, they they did? I didn't see this. Yeah. Yeah. It's on. It's on again tonight. It's a two dare. So yeah, they moved they moved WrestleMania from Raymond James Stadium in Tampa to somewhere in Orlando, and basically they still act like there's a crowd there. They come out to the music and they point to the crowd and shit. Um, but <laughs> there's nobody there. no way, it's the weirdest thing, dude. Yeah, so I'm gonna have to check that out. I that's, feel like I strange. should. Um, I feel like I should pull up a clip real quick. Uh, before we move forward, I gotta see this. So, what is it? Uh, Wrestle Mania. Thirty six. Thirty six. Yeah, I, I'm just on my phone right now for whatever reason. This laptop's losing internet connection. So let's uh, let's check this out real quick. Sounds like it's raining out by you, Corey. It is. That's right. Gronk. Oh, yeah. Gronk, Gronk was there. Oh, my God. There's nobody there. In part one. But, dude, get, get how they come out. And they're, like, pointing to the crowd. Oh, they're kind of just doing highlights. Oh, Jesus. Come on. Wild, man. I don't know. Let's see. This is great. Ah, 17-minute ad, or 17-second ad? Jesus. Why does YouTube do this? You gotta, get, you gotta get that premium, bro. I already have too many subscriptions. <laughs> what, Pornhub and... <laughs> The opening night of WrestleMania brought shocking results. Wow. Changing performances. Yeah, do you see how it was like bump looking at the crowd? There's nobody there. That was a graveyard. That was a graveyard match. That was pretty, pretty wild. Hello, everyone. I'm Mackenzie Mitchell. It was the first WrestleMania I've actually watched. the results from an only WrestleMania. 20 years. Too big for just one night. Here's your part one WrestleMania recap. Presented by Snickers. Snickers satisfies. Yeah, see? She's like signaling to the crowd. The Nobody there. Promise to bring AJ I mean, you either got to be a good actor or a psychopath. Most importantly, you, know? <laughs> you know, it's 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 strange to see, but maybe that's how they act on it anyway. Like, though the crowd's there, Probably. like maybe it's already all, you know, in the crowd. Yeah, they feed off of it, but huh. That's interesting. I'd love yeah. to see a football game like that. Just no crowd. Just... Don't say that. I mean, no. I would. Yeah, I would. I'd hate it, but it would be intriguing to see. Every game, every game would be a neutral field. 
And oh, no home field advantage. It's going to hurt teams like Green Bay and Pittsburgh. and Yeah, no thanks. Hmm. But we're not going to lose either way. But <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you're saying no. the Packers are going undefeated this year? God. Let's see how the draft goes. Well, let's talk in May. All right. Let's let's talk in May. <laughs> no, we're no, we're not going All right, to. So. All right, so let's move forward on this draft board, boys. And uh, I'm gonna go probably to pick forty, unless you see. Well, no, we're well. Let's go up to your pick, or are, are you trading let's down? To, yeah, let's go to let's go to number thirty. Um, I um, don't think Ben's gonna trade up. So no, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay at thirty. I don't. I don't disagree with if Judy's there for Denver. That's who they're taking. If Packers are going to trade up, it's only for Jefferson. So they would potentially trade up to probably twenty because he might go at twenty-one um, or twenty-two. There you go. Yeah, I, I've been. Seeing, uh, I've been seeing Jefferson go to twenty-one or twenty-two lately. Yeah, Herbert goes to New England. And oh, there's God. Mims to the Saints. That you know, that's New England's dream pick. Actually, their their dream pick's probably Tua. But you think? Yeah, I he's I don't think he gets there. But um, so I think um I think Green Bay, if what I've read from what I've heard. Everyone's like, oh, they, you know, we, we picked up Christian Kirksey from the Browns. Um, and if we're looking at Murray or Queen, you think it's a slam dunk. But I, I truly think we're comfortable with Kirksey, Oren Burks, and uh, Curtis Bolton. I think we might, we're going to take a linebacker later, but I think our priority is the only, the only position on our team that has a hole lacking a starter is our number two wide receiver. Um, and, all the ones I want have passed, so I'm going to trade back. You don't take uh, Jalen Rieger there? No. No, I think about Antoine Winfield Jr. because I love him, and I love him in that hybrid safety linebacker role. I think that's the type of player you're going to see us take high. Um, but he may right, still so be there. So you're trading back. I don't want to trade back far. Um, and there's like like Dobbins there who can help a running back and then there's also Jordan Love there for a team of looking at Kansas City for maybe running back or you're looking at Indianapolis because you think they're going to take Jordan Love well I'm looking at definitely someone who wants to come and get Jordan Love um and I think I think it's going to be Indianapolis so go ahead see if we can make that trade Ryan all right so you want to trade can, can you guys hear me okay? Yeah. All right. Yep. So choose a team. Who do you want to uh, choose the team who will trade or who will offer trade? Yeah. Packers. Packers. What do you want to trade? Um, give them my first round pick and then go down to the Colts. And you want to trade for their second round or do you want to trade for their – they're 34th I want or, to get, or they're 44th? I want the 34th. I don't want to move back far. Um, I want the 34th, but I also, if they're going to get my first round pick, I also want 122. 
I would have asked for 75 first, but for, yeah, Colts well, denied. So, so go up to you mine. You want to take Ryan. your 44th pick? No, no, leave leave them alone because that's what I want from them. Go up to the Packers, give them. Uh, see if they'll take. Uh, Thirty-six. Which one? Hit Wrong. the seventh round, two thirty-six. So and then first and a seventh. And I'm willing to give a sixth, but I'm going to try this first. All right, so go ahead and kick off that two thirty-six and offer them two oh nine. You got it. There you go. Okay. Watch them take love here. I think we did this last week, Ben. The same, the same trade. Jordan Love. Well, and it's it was Herbert though. Yep. All right. So now you got the thirty-fourth pick. I already know who he's going to take, but go ahead. Give me uh, Winfield Jr. out of Minnesota. Winfield Jr. Where is he? Ant- Antoine Winfield Jr. All right, let me cue the uh, – so, Antoine. So, let me explain this one. Corey obviously knows how I feel about this, but Green Bay only plays with one middle linebacker. Um, we do play with hybrid safeties. Now, we're either going to go with a player like Winfield Jr., uh, Duggar, Chin, uh, or we're going to take a nickel corner, potentially the best corner on the board in this spot right here. I think receiver is deep. I think our next pick is receiver, no question. Uh, but I think this first pick we take, um, I think these these hybrid safeties are really good at the top of this draft. And I, I personally think Winfield Jr. is the best one. And, uh, you know, so talk about some of the tape. Why, what, what, what stands out to you? So I like Winfield Jr. because of his ball skills, um, his bloodline, but ultimately phenomenal tackler, um, football smart, very aware. Um, he is just truly, he has every tool in the toolbox. Um, some of these other guys are small school um, or they're a little raw in some areas. Winfield Jr., he – He's starting on your defense day one. You can start him probably at off-ball linebacker, but more more likely a box safety or a hybrid safety. Um, he is just so versatile. And if you know anything about Mike Pettin, we like versatility. And we have needs at hybrid safety and off-ball linebacker. Let's take someone who can play either one. So he'll be on the field um, in both roles. So you can give, you know, he can be on the field 70, 80% of the time. Um, is is he uh, Antoine Winfield's son who was yes. uh, played for the Bills and the, and the uh, Vikings? Vikings, yep. All right, well. I'm, Sorry about that. I had some technical pick. difficulties there. <laughs> oh, you're good, that's- that's a good pick, I, and I knew that's who you were going to take. But, you know, I will play devil's advocate, and I think there's three potential players where maybe the, if they don't see eye-to-eye with you, uh, there's Grant, Grant Delpit for his upside. 
Uh, Patrick Queen nope. there, linebacker still, which is very rare. And then also uh, Jalen Rieger at wide receiver. Um, so, yeah. So, Corey, I'll agree with you. Let me touch on that. So, um, yeah. So, right there, you're thinking Queen. You're thinking Rager. Um, yeah. Or you're thinking Winfield Jr. I mean, if they love Chin, if they love Marlon Davis. but. I watched a little chin tape, uh, some more tape yesterday, and uh, I'm a little bit down on him. I'm, I'm, I'm more up on Winfield now over chin. I think the gap widens some. Yeah, I, I like Winfield. Chin has the size, so he's going to appeal to someone. Someone's going to take him high, and you know what? He may end up being a great, a great safety, um, but I think he's a small school guy with a lot of potential. Um, but why is he a small school guy? At that size, with with that bloodline, he's Steve Atwater's nephew. Um, I, does he have? I mean, is it character concerns or like why at six three two thirty um, are you at Southern Illinois? So I just, you know, I, I think he has some room to grow, but he does have a high upside. Chin does. So real quick, I just uh, I had the uh, draft pause. Uh, while you guys were talking, because I didn't want it to go too far, and then of course we leave have the Steelers it, coming up. It. No, that's actually a great, uh, great thing you did that because leave it paused. I want you to scroll down on on potential picks here. Scroll down a little bit because Pittsburgh's pick is coming up. Um, and from what I'm seeing is there's one player that I think the Steelers would value very high. Um, and also, they they have met with him at the combine, which means a lot for 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 the Steelers. They only meet with players they're interested in. Whether that interest continues after the meeting, who knows? But uh, if you look at their list before the draft, they probably take four to five out of seven draft picks. Let's say if they had to pick every round from players they've met with. So if you scroll all the way up to the top of this list, while I would have to say wide receiver is not a need. A normal year, Jalen Rager is a lock as a first-round draft pick. Um, I think Pittsburgh might start making some phone calls right about here because I don't see, I don't see Rager getting past the next three picks. Jacksonville could use a receiver. Chicago could use a receiver for sure. Uh, Indy could use a receiver for sure. Um, so... It's, it's up to you, Ryan. I mean, again, it's not a massive need for Pittsburgh, but they are going to draft a receiver during this draft, at least one. Um, and I think they talk about it at this point to possibly make a couple phone calls while these, these other teams are on the clock. So, so are you thinking we should trade up and take Jalen Ragger? And that's the one – that's Trade with Jacksonville? They've, they've met with two receivers that are going to go high and – Rieger's the highest receiver they've met with. So okay. that's telling me that they're hoping that he possibly falls. Uh, whether they're looking to trade up, I don't know. Uh, because they already don't have a first-round draft pick. We don't have a fifth-round draft pick. Um, it's, it's just something to, to discuss. I would have to say let's let's pass. Because and of see how it unfolds? Yes. All right, I'm going to go ahead and resume. You sure you don't want to try to trade? Just to see. What do you think? What, what does Ben think over there? 
Well, first, okay, here, let me let me take a look at some tape. Well, what are the the real question is what are you giving up? Because um, you guys don't have a lot of picks. I have two, two fourths, no fifth, and a six. I would try to give up a six. They probably deny it. We'd probably have to give up our second fourth. I think we'd have to give up our second fourth. We can't. Yeah. So. And and I don't. I think that's too rich for what you guys have available. I'm looking for you guys at Matabuke. Um, if or, he's there, or forty. Yeah. Or Cushionberry, depending on which which side of the line you want to go to, but. There's so much value there. I, I don't see you guys trading up. I mean, you you got some receivers. Yeah, let's let's just watch a couple seconds of this. This guy, again, he's he's my fourth or fifth favorite receiver in this draft, and there's a lot of receivers in this draft. Um, he reminds me a little bit of Antonio Brown, uh, a little bit of Diggs. So this is a return highlight, but. I think he can be a special player. He's 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 going to be a good player. Um, he had some some issues with drops in college, which I know is I know it's just college. It could mean nothing, but uh, one thing I'll tell you as a Packer fan is we are not bringing in a receiver who there's any risk of concentration drops or or getting the yips. Um, I Looks mean, physical. John Wilson's. Yeah, so he he is built. He reminds me of Randall Cobb coming out, but he's bigger. But they're like the yeah. same, kind of same build, kind of same type of player. Um, he's got he's a little, more muscle little on him. I think he's better outside the numbers than Cobb was. And, and after the catch, he'll be better. Yeah. Um, you can also start him as your, not that you See, would, depending on who's taking him, but he's one hell of a returner. Well, that's, that's, that's my point is I think Pittsburgh, the, the receiver that Pittsburgh drafts, in this draft class, I think, is going to have return capabilities. Um, it's something I think they need. I mean, we have Deontay Johnson at, at punt returner, but our kick returning is awful. So you're uh, saying he, this this move would Im- improve our special teams? Yes. Do you want to try draft? And, do you want to try trading our, our second, fourth, or do you want to try just trading the sixth just to see what happens? Let's, let's pass today, and we'll maybe next week uh, – uh, look into that. Let's just kind of play it safe today, though. Play it but go safe. Ahead. <laughs> do you want to do it? I want to try and see if they'll take a All sixth. Right. I mean, All right, if we it. can get a we're, better value we're pick. We're going to have to do it right now. We're going to have to do it right now. So, Steelers, team we want to trade with, Jacksonville. So, because my, I mean, I, I, I would assume. Jacksonville's going to take them. I mean, who do they have? They have uh, uh, DJ Chark and Marquise Lee. You're going to have to give them your second, though, Ryan. Oh, we have to give them our second? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's you're not going to be able to just give them a six. Um, right, because we're taking their second. So we have to give them yeah. our second. Yeah, so you would give them 49 plus your six. So see 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 what that see if that works out. But, oh, uh, I don't know. If, well, well then, um, let me reevaluate this idea. I'm willing to do the six, but they're not going to take. But but are you will? Okay, so they're not going to take. It. Oh, Bam. okay. <laughs> Fucking <you> retard. <laughs> 
<laughs> fucking retard. <laughs> All right, you so might have to ed- edit this before throwing it on YouTube. No. So there you go. <laughs> we'll, we'll leave that. All right, we'll take Jalen Rager. There we go. All right, how do you feel about that, Ben? I feel pretty. He's good. He's a good player. I mean, I'm not gonna. Hey, now I, that I, that I can't argue. I argue with that logic. Um, I you know. can tell you right now that that pick pretty much buries one of our receivers, which is either gonna it, it, it's probably gonna be JW James Washington. Um, unfortunately, he he approved a little bit more last year, but he just hasn't played up to his potential potential by any means. So, I mean, if I'm the I could also see a scenario. I feel like this draft, um, depending on the position of need, is just so deep. Um, if I'm the Steelers with a lack of draft capital, I would even take calls at 49. If I only have to move back a few spots and can get another pick in the in the you know second, third, or fourth round, just give you a extra. Um, well. You're 100% right. If we would have sat there at 49 and Rieger was gone and Cushenberry was gone and Metabike was gone, moving back, trying to pick up another, try to pick up a fifth round pick that we don't have. You know? Yeah. So, all right, Packers are on the yep. board. Packers are on the board, number 62. Um, let me, you want me to scroll down and show you who, um, who got picked leading up to that? or? I'm surprised. No. Dodgers. I'm surprised Duggar's still there. Yeah, Duggar's still there. Um, but he already drafted the safety. I don't think Duggar will be there. So at this pick, you know, I need to see who is available at wide receiver because I took the risk of not taking one before. So now here I am at 62. If Michael Pittman, okay, I think Corey knows what I'm going to do here. Yeah. Um, but I will tell you, I will tell you that um, I strongly consider Edwards Lair in this spot. Um, I think as a pass catching running back with Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams, both in the final year of their rookie deals. Um, if we don't pay Jones, you get someone like a who can play a little bit this year and he's your starter next, you know, day one. Um, but I'm going chase Claypool all day at, at 62. Um, Good. Good pick. I don't know if he's even going to make it there, but if he does, I think that's if, a solid pick. The kids throws well, on, man. I mean, he—you can see his tape. He was a great—he uh, was a good basketball player at Notre Dame. You, you see a basketball player type mentality on the field. He boxes people out. He jumps high. He has good hands. And then well, the kid runs. What do you run a four-four at the combine? Yeah, and I mean, he's built like a tight end, so you can play him. You can play him really at tight end. Um, at receiver, just you can have him in that um, tight end spot or in the slot and um, have him taken on linebackers and safeties. He wins every time. He's um, my favorite big receiver in the draft, and there's there, there's potential if he's there for Pittsburgh at 49. We already had interest in him before the combine, but the combine just pretty much showed everybody that the one question mark people had was speed. Um, yeah. Well, that box is checked pretty, pretty quick. Well, and so a lot of people would disagree with Claypool for the Packers only because the one thing we really need is deep speed, right? We need people who can create separation, um, have deep speed, but I think we also like big guys and we also 
don't love the tight ends in this draft. And I think you justify taking this guy here and taking a couple speedsters later on. We probably take two or three receivers, at least two in this draft, if not three. Um, You know, you lose Graham, which I know how you feel about that. And I agree with you on that. Um, Garbage. You lose what you wanted as a good pass catching tight end. I'm not saying he was at this point in his career. And you got yeah, what Sternberger, who has shown some some uh, ability last year, but he's still unproven, really. Um, and you add maybe a kid like this, maybe maybe add another five ten pounds on him. There's teams that are talking about moving him to tight end, or at least part of the time, even if it, even if it takes a little bit of speed off. I think it's worth it for him. Well, we're going to take three receivers in this draft, and I think all three are going to have different skill sets. Um, like you said, Corey. I don't know if he's there at 62, if he is. And if we did pull the trigger on that hybrid safety or a corner um, or an interior defensive lineman, who knows, offensive tackle. If Packers did that, then this is a receiver all day long. And if if we think we can get Claypool, um, I mean, he's got to be on their mind if you don't take a receiver at 30. To me, I, I think there are certain players in every draft that you have – you, if you like him, you have to take him earlier than people. And I think he's a player in this draft where there's talks of him going late in the first. So, yeah. Just to uh, give you a heads up, I went ahead and selected that pick. We're going to run this through. I think at the end of round three, I'm going to go ahead and stop the recording for this video just because it is already pretty long. And then – and then we'll we'll do rounds four through seven, you know, a little a little quicker, kind of. That'll work. Okay. So. so these are normal picks, kind of happening right now. Nothing crazy going on. No. So. Hey. Uh, so Green Bay's coming high. up again. <laughs> Green Bay's coming up again. So. Yeah, at this spot here, I don't. I don't. Go to all, go to all positions, Ryan. <sighs> Anthony Gibson's a uh, interesting prospect. Uh, Antonio Gibson, if he if yeah, he's there, ninety-four. That's our pick. Yeah, but we'll look at Troutman too. I think that, yeah. in my opinion, one or two best, one of the two best tight ends in the draft, too. Yeah, I, I, I don't think we're going to see Green Bay take a tight end in the first four rounds. I'm not going to trade up. I'm going to let this play out, Ryan. Sounds good. It's coming up. We'll see if they fall. You know, I like Gibson. I like his versatility. Um but there's a lot of running backs in these middle rounds that I, I think the Packers are going to like for what we do. Um, I was um, if, if Troutman got past Green Bay and Denver and Kansas City, I was probably going to have you pause the draft and trade ahead of uh, New England to try to get them. But anyway, it's what it is. Okay, so the Packers, we got receiver and hybrid safety. Um, we're not going to take a, a linebacker here. 
Um, I think Holmes um, out of UCLA actually he he was the guy at the Senior Bowl they were talking about was talking all that trash, um, but he had kind of rose up the board because he was he's like glue, so he's made to be a, a, a slot corner. Um, I think he's a, probably a day one starter at slot corner. Um, Packers have Josh Jackson, <laughs> who it, Josh is going to go somewhere else. Um, and Tremont Williams left. So right now, um, I think you, we're, we're going to get back to offense. We do have a needed offensive tackle. Um, but we plug those holes so we could take the best players that are going to help us right now. And I think that's Darnay Holmes out of UCLA. Um, gives us another guy, too, with Kevin King in the final year of his rookie deal. Um, if for whatever reason we let him walk, he gives us another guy in the room to potentially take that spot. Um, you know, I like Richard Lawrence is a big boy. I could see an interior defensive lineman here, but, um, can I, uh, can I add a couple guys maybe to the, to think about list? Um, I like Ben Barch at this spot. I think he's got, you know, small school, high upside kind of guy, right tackle. Um, I also like Logan Wilson. Me and Ryan looked at some tape yesterday of Logan Wilson, and he's an interesting prospect. I love Logan Wilson. Yeah. I love Logan Wilson. And uh, I, I think and that might be our he, pick if he lands lands a 102 here. Wyoming, a Wyoming kid going to Green Bay would make a lot of sense. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he looks like a Green Bay but, linebacker. Um, and then I, I – But you know, we, you, we have – Yeah. You're not going to take Hopkins – because you took Claypool. Um, I'm not well, ready no, to take was, another. Yeah. Well, I was going to talk about Hunter Bryant, but um, it's probably not going to happen at this point after taking Claypool, too. I know they're not the same position technically, but uh, he he might be the best pass-catching tight end in the draft. Um, he can't block, but um, very good pass-catcher. Well, so, and you got Harrison Bryant, who might be around in – in round five. So, Ben, yeah. did you take um, Darnay Holmes? I want Darnay Holmes out of UCLA. Okay. In that scenario, there's a lot. I would not be surprised, though, if you'd see the Packers take Wilson, Gibson. Um, Just watch a little bit of tape on him here. You're fine. I he's great in tight spaces. Good ball skills. I'm great in tight spaces too. <laughs> <laughs> he he's one of those corners that's he reminds me a little bit of Jair Alexander in the sense that he's very uh confident. He will play close and he will stay close, so he is susceptible. Um, it's kind of like a guys... Hester type. No. Well, just with the well, kick returning and. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, and he he offers that. I mean, um, we have uh, uh, kid out of Jacksonville, Ooh, nice Tyler Irvin. But this guy is just feisty. Um, he reminds me of Mike Mike Hilton a little bit from the Steelers. Um, he's our nickel corner, and he uh, he's a tough son of a bitch. 
Yeah. I I just like his attitude. He's just going to pair so well with uh, Jair Alexander as far as they share the same kind of attitude. It's just like, I'm the best on the field. I'm going to light you up. You can't catch it on me. Um, uh, I really like this this kid. And I know Very Packer fans. I don't think any Packer fans want to hear us taking a corner in the first three picks. But the reality is we need to. Um, it's going to all be value for, for us. As long as you get that that receiver you like early, everything else is value. Because um, right. we don't have any goals. So we're going with Darnay Holmes with the 94th pick to the Green Bay Packers. And uh, Corey, do you want me to pause here just to? No, let it roll because uh, we already made a trade and we don't have yeah. a six-round pick anymore. So at this point, if that ever happened, we're not we're not making another trade unless it's back. So okay. let's just roll. All right, it's rolling. I don't see the screen. You seeing it? Nope. No. Should be. Let me pause this. There it is. Okay. I think the uh, internet was getting a little slow. Uh-oh. What happened to... I didn't choose anything. Shadik Charles? What? What happened? Uh, evidently we selected Shadik, Shadik Charles. That's not accurate. Shadik Charles? Um, I think maybe when I was moving the screen around something happened. I don't, I don't, I don't have any explanation for that. I'm sorry, boys. That's all right. We can, uh, we can pretend we picked somebody around that area. Who was, who was picked? I still can't see the screen. Um... Logan Wilson was still available there. All right, so we would have taken probably Logan Wilson. Ryan and I would have. Um, linebacker out of Wyoming. Um, you got He's, uh, Stenberg. You got uh, – I lost it now. Oh, there we go. You got uh, Stenberg out of – guard. Is it back up? Yep, we can see it now. I just had to go between screens um, again. Sorry about that. I don't know what happened. I guess maybe my mouse hit it. Uh, All good. But So, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say that's out of question. That, uh, but, you know, I know Ryan Ryan and myself probably would have taken uh, – if N.A. was there, he'd be very hard to pass on at 102. Um, but with that being said, probably Logan Wilson or Ben Barch. But uh, I would say Logan Wilson. Very good instincts, technically sound. You know, a little bit of a smaller school. You guys like that fast tight end out of Missouri? Uh, Albert O. A cougar to bottom. A cougar to bottom. Yeah. 
Akuna Matata? That, with who's <laughs> left? Yeah. With who's left on the board? I don't think Tyler uh, Badias is going to be here at this point. But with who's left on the board? If he's there, that's who we're taking next. Uh, but I mean, Albert O, don't even do it. Uh, Albert O would probably be our our pick coming up. Well, let's go ahead and get to that pick because uh, we got we can we can go ahead and get the Green Bay's pick, then we'll get the Steelers pick, and then right after the Steelers pick, we'll end th- that video, and then we'll reintroduce going into the midway through the fourth round. Does that sound? Yeah. Good? Sounds good. Yep. All right. Resuming draft. Ryan, don't touch anything. <laughs> oh, what happened? Okay. Draft resuming. Not touching anything. So as we as we come up on the Packers pick here, you're potentially I don't think you're gonna take your second receiver yet. I think it's gonna be running back offensive tackler in interior defensive line, uh, depending on who's available. Well, there goes Albert O. Still about Thaddeus Moss. I don't like him. Really? I don't. I'm not a fan. No. He had two good games last year. That's all you need. No. Yeah. I would love to see Moss, uh, well, uh, a Moss play for the Steelers. <laughs> Just, I know. I, I, I think Ben might take our guy here. All right, Ben. You're up. Um, are there are there any position players you want to see if they're available? You know what? Go to offensive tackle. I'm not taking Biotish if that's what you're talking about, Corey. Uh, we don't need guards because we held on to Lane Taylor. We're, we're pretty deep. Um, well, I can tell you we're not taking Terrence Steele ever. Um <laughs> Edmonds. Okay, so I know we're, I know we're, we're. Uh, I'm gonna trade out of this pick. I'm gonna try to just move back a little bit because there's no one I'm loving right now that I can't get later. Um. So. We'll see who who he's gonna trade with. Go back real quick, Ryan. Got it. Um. Well, you want to trade back with like the Rams? Well, exit out of this so I can see. Um, give me. I want someone who has picks they're willing to give up. Go to the Arizona Cardinals uh, at 131. Uh, let's try to trade with them. For their oh, 131. So a four for a four. And what else? No, no, cancel that. I'll cancel, cancel this. Um, yeah, that's. Look, they the don't Rams. have enough. Go to the Rams, Ryan. Yeah, no. Cancel. 
cancel really quick. I Try the Eagles, actually. You don't even have to cancel. Go to the Eagles. Um, I'd say Eagle, Eagles or Saints. Eagles are typically aggressive with guys. They're aggressive in the draft, so they'll – I'm sure there's someone they like in this spot. Yeah, yeah here, let's... Body is. Yeah. So, go ahead and trade my 122. And my 236 in the 7th. And see if they will give me 127 and 146. Probably not, but I'll take that fifth round pick if they don't accept that denied so see if they'll give me their that 168 and yeah take that off denied all right let's go back to the drafts i'm gonna make a pick well at least you can say you tried yeah. Um, okay. Go to um, interior defensive lineman. Leaky Fotu is the pick, 100%. Final answer. <laughs> uh, big boy. I actually like him. Leaky Fotu, okay. Dude's a Samoan monster. We need someone to help in the run. I think this is actually somebody Pittsburgh would probably like. We like those Samoans. True. Yeah. Well, someone if he can be a you know a stopper in the middle, it lets it gives Kenny Clark more flexibility. Because um, Kenny Clark is, you know, Pro Bowler. He can rush rush the passer and help in the run. But we really need someone to plug in the middle. We can let Clark run loose. I like that pick. He wasn't near that play. No. Yeah. I'd... No, these are like play-by-play play kind of stuff. Got it. All right. We'll clip out of there, go back. I'll make the pick, and then the Steelers will be up shortly. Let me put this back on the board here. It's kind of nice to be able you know, to he has window to window. Leaky Fotu drafted to Green Bay. Dallas is on the board. Now back to the Steelers. Right. Go to uh, all all available. All right, yeah, Tyler Tyler Body is is, is not going to be here at this point, I don't think. But if he is, I think it's an automatic pick. Um, guy, I think has all pro potential. Tyler Body is. You know who he reminds me of is uh, that other guy out of Wisconsin who just retired. His name's slipping. Um, Travis Frederick. Yeah, I mean, if you can get him this late, that's a steal. Uh, it's just a singular game. Couldn't find much tape on him, so I'm just going to go ahead and select with the draft pick, and then I'm going to go ahead 
and pause it once it's up. So pause the draft. Okay, the draft is paused, but it looks like New England jumped straight on Thaddeus Moss. So they must be wanting a good tight end. Um, and with that, we're going to go ahead and end this segment. We're going to save it, and um, we're leaving everything up. Obviously, we're going to continue. I just want to create a, a smaller file <laughs> for the right. for the remaining round. So hit and record now, and please watch segment two, which will be coming very shortly. This podcast is part of the Craftology Radio Network. Listen, we get the Craft Brews and Geek News show is way better than it ought to be. If you'd like to learn more about other shows that we have on our network, please subscribe to the Craft Brews and Geek News podcast. Visit craftologyradio.com to learn more.